Is that Dunkin's new holiday blend coffee? Sure is. Because sometimes the holidays just call for Dunkin'. What's in it? A spark of holiday spirit? A cup full of holiday cheer? Your very own holiday shopper? Actually, all that. And notes of molasses and dried fruit. Just the warming blend I need for that holiday hustle. Ah. Sit through the holidays with the $2 medium holiday blend coffee at Dunkin'. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. <laughs> the moment you realized you were mistaking your kids for co-workers... Okay, team, I'm uh, taking my 15 now. Taking 15 what? Was the moment you knew it was time to get back to work. Let's job it up. At CareerBuilder, our simple, customizable search tool lets you search for part-time, full-time, and even work-from-home jobs so you can find a job that fits your lifestyle. Get started now at CareerBuilder.com. Fetch your earbuds and stay tuned for some pure pet care conversation. Because it's a dog's life with pet and cannabis expert Angela Ardolino. Learn the best holistic practices from top pet industry professionals and listen in on why CBD might be a whole different animal for your best in-show buddy. Here's your new best friend about pets, Angela Ardolino. All right, it's A Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, and today's guest is Dr. D. Blanco. She's one of my favorite holistic veterinarians, and I have been following her through, let's see, I think I found you on Dogs Naturally Magazine. Oh, yeah. Is where I first fell in love with you and read all your articles. Oh, so, um, so I'm a big fan. I'm so happy to have you here on the show and pick your brain. Um, I know the first question I want to ask about is, um, because it's summer, and I know, I don't know if you know about me, I have a rescue farm and a boarding and grooming business. So the biggest mm -hmm. thing I'm getting questions about right now is fleas. Fleas and ticks of aren't course. so much a problem where we are, believe it or not. I have lots of chickens, so I don't have those problems, but lots of fleas and trying to do it holistically and not doing any of the... Um, toxic medications that you either put on their back or the pills that you give them. Right. Um, what are your, first of all, what are the dangers of some of the, the most popular uh, alternatives out there? Um, why do we not want to tr do these triflexis and comfortis? I know some of those are some of the big ones. Mm -hmm. um, I know those are the ones that I used to, to use because that's what my vet told me to do. So I no longer use those anymore. Um, what are some right. of the dangers of those that uh, consumers don't even know that they're seeing their dogs suffer from those medications? Well, all of those drugs are basically pesticides. So when you think about it, all pesticides have to be metabolized, usually through the liver or through the kidneys. So your body has to process them. And in processing them, some animals can't process or detoxify very well, just like some of us humans can't detoxify very well. So the other thing that's really important is, especially the ones that you put here at the nape of the neck, those then don't just go into the body of the animal or stay on top. They penetrate the full body, but they're also then on you and on your children and on other animals if they're wrestling together. So it's a contamination issue as well. So then you have to metabolize them. Your children have to metabolize them. Everybody then has to deal. Then it goes into the water system eventually because everything either gets peed out or poop out. Eventually it all is, you know, one ecosystem basically. So anything you can do to stay away from that. Um, 
And if you want, I can go into some of those ideas right now. But the very first thing, always, 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 is get your animal on as fresh a food as you can. Because that fresh food ensures that the body is going to recognize that not only as a source of vital energy, but also as food that's metabolized and they're not having to metabolize more either pesticides on the foods, herbicides, GMOs, glyphosate. Finally, everybody knows what glyphosate is and even can pronounce it, right? Right. Um, After all the lawsuits, you know, that are happening, thank God. Right. Um, And so the contamination through the food source then makes the body... uh, Uh, more toxic. A lot of these foods in commercial lines are rancid foods that are unfit for human consumption, and then they go over to the pet food line. So once they're rancid, even if you cook the heck out of them like they do, those companies do, it doesn't necessarily mean that um, you are going to get a better food. It just means that it's going to be cooked and cooked and cooked and high pressure And, um, you know, just basically denatured. So fresh food is always the first line of defense for anything. Food is medicine, right? So the cleaner, the most organic you can get or from your, um, your farmer's market, if you can talk to the farmers and find out what they do, that's always the best. I, you know, there is nothing more important than that. And that takes away a lot of the issues with fleas in particular because if the body doesn't smell rancid then you're not going to attract in the fleas and ticks because if you have a rancid smell that usually means that you have inflammation going on in the body because the body has to react again to these rancid foods and the toxicants that are in there And so inflammation is always a good thing in small amounts. That's one of the ways the body heals. And if there's inflammation, that means your body temperature can go up. It can even go up just a half a degree. But if you have one of those heat-seeking missiles, i.e. a flea, that's searching for the warmest body they can find, and they will. If you have a number of animals in the house, and one that has, right? One that has... Right? I literally, I literally have ten dogs at my house at all times, whether they're visiting, fostering, whatever it is, yes. and then I have my dogs. And it was so interesting to see which dogs got the fleas and which ones wouldn't. Yeah, I just had my first uh, flea outbreak, literally in ten years, oh. um, and and have been going through. But yeah, it was so crazy to see and to see yeah. if which dog wouldn't have fleas on them, but obviously got bit and had an allergy to it. So yes. it was very interesting yes. to see that they bite and not stay. So yes. what um, what are some things, yeah. some other things we can do besides the, the raw? Yeah, now, the when you food. say fresh food, I say you for, raw? You notice, thank you for catching that. You're welcome. Because there are plenty of times um, that, uh, especially older animals, They just can't handle a raw food. It's not that the, you know, even organic to organic, cooked versus not. And I'm not talking about death by crockpot. I'm not talking about killing the food and cooking it to to crazy. I'm talking about lightly cooking or making it into a stew so everything assimilates because the stomach is a cauldron. It's a cook's top, you know, basically. And so some of these older animals or animals that have deficiencies in the spleen and the stomach meridian in particular, they need a little help 
digesting the foods. So sometimes starting that process for them. So that's why I use the term fresh rather than raw, but it can be fresh raw or fresh lightly cooked. Okay. Um, so other than that, any way you can get good B vitamins into your animal, that's often a way that's a natural uh, repellent. Nutritional yeast is a great way, good, clean nutritional yeast, and many animals and people love the flavor of that. But the B vitamins in particular do have kind of a natural repellent uh, for us. Even people say that they take B vitamins and mosquitoes don't like them so much when they're out in their patio. Right. Um, so so what that's are, what's, great. What's a great way to get B vitamins into your dog? Other... Well, with nutritional yeast is a good way. Okay. The liver, the uh, liver has lots of. So the nutritional yeast is a good source of B B vitamins. A, yeah, variety of B vitamins, and so is liver. Great. As long as you're using good, clean liver. Um, the other way is um, uh, there was another way I was going to tell you. It'll come back to me. Um, but garlic, garlic is fantastic, and you want to use fresh garlic and chop it really fine and let it sit for 10 or 15 minutes because that kind of releases the allicin and the allicin is the active ingredient that helps your joints or it helps you fight parasites. It also helps you be anti-flea. So, um, you know, garlic is, is anti-parasite, it's antibacterial, it's antiviral, it's anti-vampires, it's anti-everything, you know? So Why do you think there's, it's I a mean, there's, great food. You type in garlic for dogs on google and you get 50 oh. percent saying don't do it right percent right. saying yes it's absolutely natural why is that because because all of that got spinned it got spinned years ago it's amazing what you know media can do but that totally got spinned originally the real issue was that onions have a tendency to create what we call blood dyscrasias and anemia. And we first saw that, I learned about it in vet school, in cows that were allowed to go in to the onion fields and eat onions after they had already taken out the onions and the cows got anemia. That is very different from garlic and it's different from dogs, right? And how many, but there was a, some crazy study done I have it someplace or another in Davis, I think, in California at the veterinary school. This golden retriever, retriever was fed something like 70 cloves of garlic, and it didn't even phase his blood. So, I mean, who would want that? But, you know, golden retrievers would just, you know, anyway. So it's all bogus. But, the same, you know, we hear this about a lot of other things, too. Grapes are not toxic unless they're grapes that have the pesticides with the fluoride components in them. And that's really? toxic. Yeah, I mean, so there's crazy things like that, and it just goes, but there's so many memes like that all over the place, and people buy it. So I love gar garlic as a food in general, and you can use it daily. You know, you may not want to use it too much in the dog that has digestive issues because it's considered a hot food, and it can kind of upset the tummy a little bit. So you might want to start out slow for that little dog that maybe has a sensitive tummy. And it's something that you can just shave little pieces and put it on top of their food? Yeah, or chop it real fine. Yeah, let it sit for 10 minutes and then put it on the food. Yeah. And if I remember correctly, it comes out in their oils and their skin and the fleas just do not like 
the scent yeah, or smell, correct? Something like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love the scent of it. I eat yeah. so much garlic. I, I have no problem with it at all. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So what happens with someone that has is currently going through a flea outbreak right now? Yeah, right. Um, what do right. they do to get rid of it? Um, is there anything that they can do in their home? Of course, they take these tips and then do it. That's not going to immediately get rid of the fleas. Is What should they do if they're having an outbreak right now as a, right. a way to do it without bringing in pesticides and toxins into your home? Right. Well, you always have to remember there is a flea life cycle, and you can look at those online. Right. So there, you want to try to break that life cycle. But you do have to get kind of crazy obsessive about cleaning out the first time because you have to wash the bedding in hot water. You have to vacuum, especially in the nooks and corners if you have molding on your floors, on your walls, because they the fleas actually only go on the body of your dog to bite, to feed. They go off to lay their eggs. So again, if you have a, a right, you have a heat seeking missile, they're looking for somebody to walk by they're gonna go for a white dog first, and especially a dog that has that's smaller, closer to the ground. They're gonna go Maybe for those. Maybe that's why they loved Blanche so much. <laughs> Could be. Was it a white dog? dog? Yeah, yeah white I, dog? I, I, I'm literally yeah. listening here in shock with everything you're saying because it's everything you're saying describes why my dog got fleas. <laughs> yep. And it was her. She's a city dog, and she came to the farm, and they loved her i mean Aww. i it was uh, it was the hardest thing ever we tried everything and yeah um yeah yeah this yeah. is awesome <laughs> yeah yeah it's a dog's life we'll be back once we take our sponsors out for a short walk doc rob the concierge for better living my guests say Razzy Berry. We're talking about nature, naturopathic medicine, as well as the concept of prevention and preventing disease. Empower people to live a naturopathic lifestyle. Get to know your body, understand its rhythms, remove toxins, and use natural alternatives whenever possible. 90 to 95% of cancers are due to environment and lifestyle risk factors. I mean, that's a huge number. That means that cancer is preventable. The Concierge for Better Living with Doc Rob. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. About a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put the big celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is him pink, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Let me welcome Nick Hexum from 311. We've never heard things like your music when it first came out. It's like to mix the reggae with the punk and all of that together was just such an unusual sound and, and we loved it. We realized we're not going to copy what's on the radio. At the time, it was all grunge at, that was on the radio. And I said, let's just stick to what we know and wait for a culture to come around to us. Hey, it's Nick Hexum from 311, and you're listening to Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina on CannabisRadio.com. Now I'm ready 
barking up the wrong tree. We're back with more of It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. So, you know, the other things that you can do is, is you know, after you've cleaned really, really well, um, you can use carefully diatomaceous earth um, yep. in the corners, right? Or you can use borax, like 20 mule team borax, the $3 box. You can put that, because what those things do is they dehydrate the animal and they can get into the respiratory system of the flea and kill them basically by asphyxiation. But you only leave that on for about 24 hours. If you have carpet, ooh, it's tough. You can lay, you can put down the 20 mule team borax, but gosh, get rid of that shag carpet. <laughs> you know, it's just te- deadly for your animals. Um, but any other kind of short carpet that you can put, you know, that's just like a, um, you know, something much smaller, you can vacuum easily and frequently. Some people will even put like, some herbal flea um, killer, actually, something that's a little stronger in their vacuum uh, bag. Now, there, there are also some uh, flea collars that work well with the flea repellent kind of essential oils, but you have to be careful because you remember that a large part of the dog's brain and the cat's brain is actually set for olfaction. So they're very sensitive to smells. So essential oils can be rather toxic for some dogs and cats. You have to be a little bit careful, and some of them don't work very well. I'm particularly sensitive to smells, so I don't really like having a lot of those things around. Mm -hmm. But you can use them. um, There's some fairly safe ones um, that you can use and just put on, like when you're going to go walk your dog, especially on their legs. Right. Um, the fleas tend to aggravate, you know, to the neck when the dog is putting its head down, um, the tail head, and of course the belly. Um, but the other thing that I really like um, is, is I'll give you this name of this product because I don't know how to describe it otherwise. It's called Sonic Guard, and it emits. Um, and it, and um, I sell a lot of those every year at this time of the year. They emit a little bit of an ultrasonic frequency it's that goes round, out about. It's those round. Yeah. Yeah, I have two on the, dogs right it now. Actually ha- it has a battery. It, it actually has a battery. And so just a tiny little battery. It's not the flat little discs kind oh, okay. of things, or they're a little square, actually. That's kind of different. This actually has a little bit of an emitter. I think it goes out about five or seven feet, something like that. And um, I use that in combination with other things. I never use just one thing because these, you know, they're, these are tenacious creatures. Oh, I know. Um, right? But with all these other things, in addition, let me think about, we were talking about what else you could use um, in your house to get rid of them. Um, sometimes what people will do also is you can use these growth regulators. They're often called IGR and they're a hormone that interrupts the life cycle of the flea. And especially if you have a yard, like maybe you do, that's a beautiful, you're sitting in front of your window there. They might, they're probably, they're probably lurking there. And these growth regulators are specific to the fleas. You can get them online um, at various different um, um, sort of do your own pest control kind of places. And you just mix it in a bottle, or you can put it on your spray nozzle um, with one of those uh, where you put uh, fertilizers and stuff on your hose. Uh You can spray it around your house. And that can interrupt the the life cycle also. 
Now, some people use some stronger things that have a cedar component to them, and they'll spray those around the house. You do have to be careful. Um, some of those have um, a pestis, uh, have a petrochemical base, and they can be rather dangerous too. And if you're trying to raise your animal naturally, you don't want a bunch of petrochemicals. And some of them are very, very strong. Uh, we so know you are using yeah. uh, both Cedar Side and Wonder Side, and every time this is when Hernando was here in Florida, he had to leave the room. He would yeah, they killed me. They killed me. Crazy. Yeah, I, that right. was another thing. Is okay now. We can't even use this because it makes his allergies go crazy, and so it's been it's been crazy. But I think we actually have gotten rid of them. Um, we have two carpeted rooms and both of them soaked in diatomaceous earth for nobody went in in the rooms for a good you know week it was just in there yeah to, to try to break the cycle because it was so crazy but i think we finally have it under control <laughs> yeah good man, it's crazy it's crazy yeah. but it's easy think- for me because i can drive right up to my groom shop and get my dog another bath and another bath and another bath yeah. and you know yeah. i think about people who aren't close to somewhere and don't have that luxury and don't but, underestimate the power of a good flea comb. Now, some dogs, I know it's hard to get through them, right. but a flea comb with a little, you know, yogurt container with water and a couple drops of salt of uh, soap, you just dip that in there and then, you know, that will kill the fleas. And just to, any kind of a, a lot of people will use like a neem-based shampoo to kill the fleas. You can do that, but even soap and water will kill the fleas on the animal when you bathe them. Because we're suffocating them, right? Yeah, basically. Soap suffocates yeah. them. It's a dog's life. We'll be back once we take our sponsors out for a short walk. Fetch your earbuds and stay tuned for some pure pet care conversation. Hi, it's Angela Ardolino with It's a Dog's Life, and I have Hernando Umana joining me. We're just both so fascinated with how much we've learned since we've been in this pet industry and creating an all-natural product. Because it's a dog's life. I am a huge fan of my guest today, Dr. Bob Goldstein. I have, in my experience, not seen many natural substances produce the results that CBD is producing in the animals that we are testing on. It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. (laughs) They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA free and lead free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots and close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. The cannabis industry is growing almost as fast as the cannabis and hemp being planted and harvested. Where, when, and how fast will the cannabis and hemp industries continue to climb? Who will be the people leading the charge into that promised land of profit? Let's pursue those answers and more with the Plant Profits. Welcome to another episode of Plant 
Profits. I am Burt Miller, your host. As you guys know, the purpose of this show is to introduce you to some of the most forward-thinking executives and companies in the cannabis industry. Plant Profits, only on CannabisRadio.com. Stop barking up the wrong tree. We're back with more of It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. So I know one of the things that we got off on a little bit was feeding the fresh food and the raw food. And I know that's um, something that I am constantly, my shop, I just started introducing um, uh, retail into my shop. And I'm only selling um, the raw, frozen, freeze-dried, or dehydrated foods. But it's, um, you know, I have, I don't know if you know this, I have a line called CBD Dog Health. So I'm constantly um, telling them the benefit and how they'll make more money. I mean, how they'll save money if they um, take care of their, they're proactive with their dog's health instead of reactive to it. And I'm feeding them the raw or fresh diet is something that we certainly want to do. How do you explain to pet parents how this is not only going to save them money and time if they were to do this from the very beginning? Because there's so, of course, the number one thing we hear is it's so expensive. I can't afford to do that. Yep. What do you say to that? Yeah. Well, what I tell them, I mean, if you want one phrase, it's, you know, feed the grocer or feed the pet. Um, Excuse me, pay the grocer or pay the, you know, the vet. And really and truly, it is true. If you invest that kind of money and that kind of effort, it becomes a way of life then. And, you know, because I do have a lot of gray hair, you can see, and because I've been doing this and I've been recommending raw foods for about 31 years. I've been practicing 38 years. So something like that. I don't think anything makes a difference like that. Really nothing does. And because it gives the body the ability to respond, to be respond able when situations occur and stuff is going to happen in our lives, right? It doesn't, whatever it is, there's going to be stuff. And so if your animal is given the best raw food, or the best fresh food that you can muster, it is going to make, it is going to pay off. It's an investment. And that investment's going to pay off so many places. Now, the way you round out, of course, natural rearing and a holistic lifestyle is by doing all those other things like little to no vaccines, no pesticides, flea and tick and heartworm and all of that, lots of exercise lots of good socialization, a good environment to live in, a good people environment to live in. And really, I see my clients' animals live in big dogs, 17 years old or more, cats living 20, 25 years. These are the kinds of things that I get to see now because I have a lot of history, you know, and I don't, you know, and it's beautiful because it's all possible. It's all possible. We don't have to... We've kind of become accustomed. It's that same thing where garlic is bad, right? Raw food is bad, or you have to vaccinate. And, oh, my God, we're really seeing that now with the children. It's amazing how powerful the message can be, the spin can be. It but is. the beauty, you know, and then you get this spin from your veterinarians that every dog is going to get heartworm. Every dog is going to get fleas and ticks. Every dog. So you better do all this. There's never been an animal that was really protected 
and they're not. They're not. That's not preventative medicine. Putting a pesticide on your animal is not preventative, and neither is doing a vaccine. That's not preventative. And so, so, so tell us. So tell us about. You're mentioning vaccines, um, and we are. I. I had I lost my first um, schnauzer at seven years old, and I went to a vet that every mm -hmm. vaccination every single year and um, every flea med everything so I know that that's what killed her I had an, uh, an autopsy done they found irritable bowel nobody could explain anything to me so of yeah. course that sent me down the road of researching um, what we could do and better health um, but what is it about vaccinations um, that we can tell pet parents out there because it's so hard to imagine going into your vet's office and saying, no, I don't want that right now, or I need this later. Um, Hernando, are you having an allergy attack? It sounds like it. Oh, yes. Uh, hi. Yeah, well, we I, can hear it, so mute it. Sorry, I thought Poor I was dog. on mute. Hard That's his heart. We got to treat his liver and kidney. That's good. Help you clear out that. So the first thing that the, you you experienced kind of the classic reaction that people are experiencing now with their animals, and you probably said no more, something's wrong, and then that's when you went off tried to discover. It often it and then you feel horrible for years because of what you agreed to, right? And Without here I am. knowing, I'm and you still weren't doing really it, given, right? and you here you are, and this is this is in honor of your baby because right. it took you on a, a fantastic path, right? Right. Um, and now you're of service to so many other people. Um, but yes, the, the first line is, again, um, you have to remember that veterinary medicine is first and foremost, like all medicine, is, is really becoming big business. You know, they're huge conglomerates now owning the medical practices. In fact, there's been some estimates that we only have two more generations of graduating vets who are going to be in private practice. The rest is going to be all corporate. Yeah, they're so around here. There's medicine. corporations buying them all up, all the individual yep. practices. Yep, exactly. Because it's kind of goofy to have uh, your own hospital. It's very expensive to have a hospital with x-ray and surgery. Doctors don't do this. Medical doctors, you know, human doctors don't do this. They farm right. out everything, right? Right. Um, so the question was about vaccines, right? It's a huge topic. I'm happy to come back on and talk with you more in detail and I've written a lot on Dogs Naturally. I've spoken a lot on Dogs Naturally, done conferences there. Um, but And I have studied this for about those 31 years, um, most of my practice life. And because of that, um, I wanted to learn, as I learned a little bit, and then I started learning a lot. And every year I learn more and more. But it's basically the same thing. You're asking the body to stay in a low-level form of those diseases. You put the vaccines into the body. They're combo wombos except for the rabies, and you're asking the body to stay in a low-level form of rabies, distemper, hepatitis, parainfluenza, rabies, um, did I say rabies? I can't remember. And as long as the body, because that's what creates the antibodies, you give the vaccine and that's what creates the antibodies. The problem is that they're also loaded with, believe it or not, borax is in a lot of these vaccines. There's all kinds of MSG, there's formaldehyde, there's aluminum, there's mercury, it goes on and on. It's very hard to get the information on and exactly what's- And why do they put all of that in there, to preserve it? There's preservatives, there's pH balancers, there's antibiotics, there's antifungals, and the list goes on. 
um, it's really it's really tragic because injecting these things, and in addition to that, you would never be exposed to seven different viruses in one day. I mean, right. if you were licking the floor at the CDC or something, maybe, but that's not the way our dogs are exposed. They're exposed usually through olfaction or through their mouth, you know, smelling each other, going after somebody who just had a poop there or who, you know, whatever, drank out of that bowl or whatever. And so, you know, we have become, again, so afraid of any animal having any illness that we are willing to have chronic disease for your entire life instead of having an acute disease. Now, and, letting, the acute, and letting the dog's immune system fight it off itself yeah, and learn how yeah. to do that? Right. Now, we have beautiful homeopathic preparations. They're called homeopathic nosodes. And they work beautifully at the time of exposure and, or when a young puppy is coming into life. And they work beautifully. And once an animal hits about puberty, um, the, those hormones supercharge the immune system. It really helps them prevent and protect against any invading viruses or bacteria. But what are we doing now? We're not even allowing many of these animals to get to puberty, right? We're neutering them, spaying them at two pounds, two months. So we're doing that, and we're vaccinating the heck out of them. So these poor animals don't have a chance. And basically, we're throwing them under the bus because we aren't responsible for maintaining the animals and caring for them, and we have a disposable society. So people are breeding animals, and then, oh, I'm moving to New York City, and I can't have this great day, and so they dispose of them. Or so my dog noticed. is old now and has all these problems. Right? I don't want him anymore. Yeah, I, exactly. it's unbelievable. Well, we're Amazing. out of time, but I would love for you to play. I know. I could speak to you all day. Um, please share your website. I, I You have unbelievable information on your website that I love. I'm going to take your courses, your little mini courses. I'm so excited to learn more. I'm also excited to get your kit. Um, it looks amazing. You have amazing Aww. things on your website. So please tell Aww, listeners, thank you. where can they get more information about the things that you talked about in your yes. website and yes. everywhere we can follow you? Okay. It's drdblanco.com. D-R is the abbreviation. D-E-E. B-L-A-N-C-O.com. And I'll be doing a lot more here. We're actually changing the website, changing the store. I'll be cha- I'll be doing another. I'm going to be doing a big homeopathy course. Oh, wonderful. So I can't, you'll, you'll I like can't wait one. to take it. And we're going to share all of your information on all of our platforms. Well, thank you. Also, thank you so much for thank taking you. the time to speak with us You're today. Welcome. We learned so much. Have a good one. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much. Good luck to you. Bye-bye. You bet. And that's It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino. Thank you for joining us here on It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino. You can follow me on AngelaArdolino.com or CBDDogHealth.com. You can also download past episodes of our program by going to CannabisRadio.com or subscribing to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker and on iHeartRadio. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. 
Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. Rockstar Energy is giving one lucky winner a trip to Las Vegas. To enter, text Vegas to 59570 for your chance to win an all-inclusive trip to Las Vegas from Rockstar Energy. Again, that's V-E-G-A-S to 59570. A confirmation text will be sent. Standard message and data rates apply. Is that Dunkin's new holiday blend coffee? Sure is. Because sometimes the holidays just call for Dunkin'. What's in it? A spark of holiday spirit? A cup full of holiday cheer? Your very own holiday shopper? Actually, all that. And notes of molasses and dried fruit. Just the warming blend I need for that holiday hustle. Ah! Sit through the holidays with a $2 medium holiday blend coffee at Dunkin'. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply.